This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. This is John Katsimatidis. It's Cats at Night, the number one show at uh, 5 o'clock. And uh, we have a TriCast, uh, WABC Radio uh, 770, AM 970, The Answer, and WLIR. In the studio with us, we have a... Two common sense Democrats. Uh, we have Judge Richard Weinberg, Governor David Patterson, and one common sense uh, a Republican. We've got Craig Eaton. And we have a fantastic show for everyone tonight. We It's a special, actually. At 535, we're going to have a special debate with uh, Assemblywoman Latrice Monique Walker, who's been on a hunger strike regarding the bail reform since March 22nd. We'll also be speaking with Charles Gasparino. And then first off, we have Professor Alan Dershowitz, just a couple of decades at Harvard, a constitutional expert. Hello, Professor Dershowitz. One of the main topics we've been talking about, Title 42. What can we Americans do as far as the state goes to stop the federal government from flying in people in the middle of the night straight from the border? Because it looks like it's happening again. Can't can't do anything. There's uh, the Constitution forbids any state from preventing people from crossing its borders. It's one of the compromises. Even even if it's a foreign, is there technicality because it's a foreign border? I don't think so. Well, maybe we should look into it because I can understand you can't stop it state to state. But if I was a lawyer, you know, I'm a college dropout. I I would try to fight it on a constitutional basis that it's an international border that has nothing to do with, you know, you can't stop anybody from crossing a border. Well, I have an idea that probably would be uh, a little bit more constitutional. That is, New York State can, if it chooses to, bring some kind of a lawsuit to prevent the illegal immigrants from coming into the United States. You got got three chances of that happening. I know. Slim, none, and never. I, I think that's about the chances of the other happening, too, because once somebody's in the United States, states can't have. But it's your border. Rules. Let, let's say I Arizona. But, Arizona. Yeah, it's, but, your, it's Arizona's border, too. No, but it says full faith and credit. So uh, once you're in the United States, you can't have really different rules. For example, there were some states that wanted to make it harder for trucks to pass through the state and wanted to have better emission standards. California. Yeah, you know, courts held, no, you can't do that. Uh, once a truck's on the road, it has the right to travel all through the states. The states, you know, are sovereign in some sense, but in other senses, they're not. And once you're in a state, I just don't think there's going to be much. And, of a and you do feel because they don't go to a different state. They don't go into the United States of America directly. They're going into Arizona or they're going directly right. into Texas. Yeah. And the United States could stop that from happening. But um, that's a foreign policy issue. And I don't think the courts would allow different states to have different rules 
on immigration. Look, we, 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 we tried that many, many years ago. There were uh, some states that tried to have restrictions on immigration, and they were generally struck down. That's, a, that's for, for the national government. So if you don't like it, you know, change the national government. Vote against the national government. That's really the only way to do yeah, it. Yeah, but in November, if we – you have that cavalry charge yet? They couldn't find it. They, my they God. To... Oh, my God. I'm going to take over the control room then. <laughs> Professor, this, the cal- Professor, this but is Craig, Craig Eaton. Eaton. Uh, you know, the, the one problem is they're not vetting these people as they're coming across. You know, they're not yeah, checking to see if they're terrorists. You're not problem. checking and, and if, they're, if they're ill, if they have COVID. I mean, this and is... we have to pay for them. Or I just got my tax bill. Why should why should the onus be on us to pay for these migrants' education, their health care to house them, and we're not yeah. even being told that they're coming. And the fact that they're being flown in the middle of the night, that tells me that they're doing something wrong. Because why not be open and honest with it, Professor Dershowitz? Well, the concept of sanctuary city is unconstitutional as well. Uh, cities can't say we're going to not report illegal immigrants and have them deported. That's illegal as well. So it cuts both ways. It's a federal government issue. Who gets admitted to the country and who doesn't get admitted to the country is a federal issue. And, you know, during the time of massive immigration, when Italian-Americans, Greek-Americans, Irish-Americans, Jewish-Americans were coming into New York, many states complained. They said, hey, you know, you want to take them to New York? That's one thing. But they're they're moving to Arizona. You know, they're 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 polluting our great American way. And they lost as well. So. You know, it's an argument that cuts both ways. And and the decision was made back in the day that the issue of immigration is going to be a federal issue, not going to be a state by state issue. And any technicalities we can hang our hat on? I've got three more lawyers in the <laughs> in the studio. Any technicalities, guys? Anything? None. So they're all silent, <laughs> Professor. Well, no, I, I think it's a lost cause. Yeah. Uh, look, I think you can if you're a state enforce the laws and 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 report any illegal immigrants and you you can't set up sanctuary cities in which people deliberately are protected from deportation by state or city rules that's unconstitutional too but as far as trying to prevent them from coming from arizona to new york i don't think so now we're having a new issue gay people are going to come from florida to new york uh according to our our mayor, he's welcome. Well, they're welcome. I mean, I, I have of no course. problem with that. <laughs> of course, no, of course. And uh, it's not going to happen because nobody's going to move states because, you know, seven-year-olds or six-year-olds can't be taught about trans, uh, uh, you know, or, or, or gay or other kind of uh, uh, sexual issues. So I think that was a little bit of showboating. But uh, I, I think, uh, Professor, I think, uh, I think the, the media did too much about that. Yeah, no, I agree with now, you. Now, the problem, I, I, I have a problem, and I want, this is a problem. That woman uh, in the, the executive at Disney that was in charge of diversity, I don't even know her yes, name. Yes, yes, I know exactly. I don't even know her name. She has two children. Right. And she says one is a trans, and they're four or five or six years old. Oh, I made my one child as a transgender, and the other one is a pangender. Pansexual. Pansexual. <laughs> And I said, how, how, how old is she, the pansexual? Four, four five, young. six. They're young children. Four, five, six. Oh, my God. How now, can you tell what somebody now, is? I think, I think uh, the influence of a mother doing that to young kids that love their mother and will do anything the mother 
wants changes those kids possibly forever. I mean, I think, I believe it's a crime, and I think it's a good discussion among the three lawyers I have in this room, too. Well, but you're, you're, the, you're the 50-year Harvard guy. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's a crime. But do you want, really want the, the government to come and tell parents how to raise their children? If there, so is many that, parents raise is that children child, so, here's badly, the question. so badly in so many different ways. Is that uh, child abuse? Is that child it abuse? It should be. It's immoral. Well, you know, if you teach children uh, racism, is that child abuse? I think if you so. Teach children bigotry. Um, so much of it happens. I mean, we all grew up in neighborhoods where we knew friends whose parents were somewhat racist or somewhat bigoted. Uh, would that be child abuse? Think, Do you really I want to give the government that much power to That's come into people's idea. homes? Yeah. We'll put it on our website. I think we should do a poll and, and see what the public feels like. Is it child abuse when a mother, two innocent kids, four, five, six years old, tell, he, she tells them you're transgender and trans whatever. Weird. But they claim that weird. she yeah. claims that that's what the child wants. Meanwhile, my five-year-old, I have said this before, she can't even wipe her butt properly. What does she know about sexuality? <laughs> I mean, let's be realistic here. You know, I, I think John's right. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's I'm, wrong. Look, I'm not. I I have no problem with gays. I have no problem at all. I have no problem with transsexuals. I have zero problem. But when they start influencing kids that are three, four, five, six years old, then I have a problem. Well, the chief of diversity well, at Disney, she was saying that she wants half of the Disney characters now to be part of the LGBT com- community to be representative, and they also banned it at the theme parks from saying, "Ladies and gentlemen." Princes and princesses, and, they, and Disney also. Yeah. Disney look, also wants to wage a war against the Florida law. And look what's happening in some of the New York private schools, where uh, kids are being told at five or six years old that you were born white, so therefore you're part of white supremacy, and you're 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 racists uh, by nature, uh, and you have to overcome your white privilege. Being told that when they're uh, young kids who don't even understand the difference between races. Uh, you know, I, I, it was Marx, Karl Marx, who said, give me the child at six and you can have him for the rest of your life. Oh, my God. Uh, you can you can you can influence. That's what they're doing. Horribly. That's what they're doing. Uh, what should be the age? What should be the age when it's not abuse? 18. To... <laughs> 18. And I also have an I issue. I 16. I I'll also have an 14. issue with the, the pride flag and the Black Lives Matter flags don't belong in classrooms either. Yeah. The only flag I, I, that belongs in the classroom is the American flag. And we're now hearing again about Black Lives Matter. Another property has come to surface, $6 million property in Southern California. Yeah. This is a communist organization. They want to destroy the nuclear family. And they're profiting off of this, they're claiming the well, social justice. I, mm-hmm. Well, I want to move on. We, we have time for one more Item and I'm Professor Dershowitz. You're the guest on the uh, in the sure. show. I want you to pick the next item you want to talk about. <laughs> well, I want to talk about the new Supreme Court justice who will be confirmed with three Republican votes now, and uh, so it'll be 53 to 47. Even though she was re- she she wasn't reported out of committee by the committee, it was an 11 to 11 vote. And I would just like to see in the future. Uh, the, the Judiciary Committee and the Senate move toward more nonpartisan evaluation of people on their own merits, not 
to politicize everything. So everything is a straight party vote, uh, Democrats and Republicans. I think there are certain things that could be done in a nonpartisan way. Washington, I agree. Washington has to be a lot more civilized. Thank you. Professor Dershowitz, thank you, and we'll talk to you again soon. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com.